Welcome, everybody, back to week number two of our new adventure, uh, our new podcast that we're starting called Review Crew. We've got uh, a new member with us today. Uh, so now you got five faces. These will be the normal five faces that you'll see uh, every week. And going forward, our plan actually now is to post twice a week. So we'll be posting a new episode every Monday and every Friday. You're going to get the opportunity to hear our thoughts, our debate, our discussion on a variety of different projects. Just a quick synopsis of who we are. If you got to tune into the first episode, if you haven't, I would recommend going and listening to that so that you can kind of see where we're going throughout the entire um, MCU as well as other projects that we might dive into. But our goal is to give our, like I said, our thoughts, discuss, debate different things with different cinema shows, movies. Right now, the goal is working through the MCU, but we're going to continue to uh, kind of integrate other projects as we move forward. So welcome. All right. So yeah, like Christian said, uh, we just wanted to basically go through the MCU. The the, the whole idea of, of how the show came about real quick, uh, to give you the Cliff Notes version, is that all five of us work together in our day job, and we always, more often than not, debate some aspect of the mcu what movie is better what villain is better what hero is better and we're going to basically take those discussions and put it out there for you guys so we're going to as we go week by week last week was iron man this week is incredible hulk the next show will be iron man 2 etc we're going to build our combined uh ranking list for the mcu movies themselves as well as the villains but along the way we're going to talk about the plot the heroes the characters just kind of what we thought at a 30,000 foot level um, and kind of do that for your enjoyment. So if you like the sound of that, make sure that you subscribe wherever you're listening to this. If you're on the video version, again, hit the subscribe button, give us a thumbs up so that you guys don't miss an episode. Um, but I think with that being said, we can kind of jump right into the, uh, to the show itself. So the first project that we're going to dive into today, I guess, is the incredible Hulk. Um And we want to try to get the, the kind of above the film before we get into the nitty gritty, obviously talking about the plot, the characters, um, all of the kind of more intricate details. We want to give more of an overview, um, how the movie did. Was it impactful? What did, did people enjoy it? Um, how well did it perform? Um, and I think Austin, I think you have some, some thoughts for us on that. Yeah. So, uh, looking at the incredible Hulk, um, first off, we're going to go into the budget. Um, this movie had a budget of $150 million, um, which, so in our la previous episode, uh, we talked about Iron Man. Iron Man's budget was $140 million. This one actually had a $10 million budget higher than, uh, than the Iron Man. Um, and putting that up against some of the other MCU movies, um, it's $20, $20 million more than the budget for Ant-Man. Like I said, $10 million more for than Iron Man, $10 million more than Captain America, the first Avenger, and same budget as Thor. Now, once we get into those movies, um, you can kind of compare um, compare the budget and how the movie turned out. Um, I imagine that's probably what that's mostly, I, I guess that'd be because of uh, the CGI. Yeah, it'd be a CG lot of CGI. For, for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah you would have the Hulk and Abomination. Yeah. Um, but Abomination too, yeah, a, lot of, a lot of CGI. Sure. Um, whereas some of the other movies might not use as much CGI. 
uh, for the same budget. Um, and then going looking into the how it did, how the movie did um, in the box office, um, The Incredible Hulk made two hundred sixty four million dollars worldwide. Um, breaking that down a little bit more, that was one hundred thirty four million domestic and one hundred thirty million international. Um, this is actually the lowest box office performance of any MCU movie. Um, I could see even, that. You said it was one one fifty, so it didn't even double its budget. Which is yeah, crazy. yeah. So, um, fun fact the the next lowest the next lowest um, box office uh, performance was actually Captain America, the first Avenger. Interesting. Um, yeah, and so like like I like I laid out the the different budgets for the those other movies um at like we will get into uh when we talk about those different movies but ant-man was 130 million budget it grossed 519 million um iron man was 140 million um it it turned out 585 million captain yeah. america won 140 to to 370 and then thor one was 150 to 449 so Despite just, what people think, yeah, it's just, yeah, just compared to those other projects, yeah, exactly, it didn't yeah. do oh, that well at all, right? And then um, some fun facts about the movie. Um, this was actually uh, the first appearance of the Hulk in the MCU. Um, the director, uh, his name was Louis Leterrier. Uh, he was originally interested in directing Iron Man, but when when it, the MCU, when Marvel gave the job to John Favreau. Um, they offered the job. They offered the job for Hulk to um, Louis Leterrier, um, and then this is also continued the the uh, tradition of paying tribute to the original Hulk, who is Lou Ferrigno. So right. a lot of you probably noticed that Lou Ferrigno was a was a character in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he was actually the security guard that uh, Bruce offered the pizza to to get into the into the science lab. Yeah. Now, real quick, did you, because I, I didn't look it up, so I don't remember, because this movie came out one month after Iron Man in theaters. Mm-hmm. Obviously, now they're, they're much more spaced, uh, out. spaced out, and they're much more, you know, uh, deliberately released. Is, was there, because I thought I had read, and I might be wrong, I thought that I had read that this movie was basically in production independent of the MCU. Like it wasn't necessarily supposed mm. to be part of the MCU. And then they, uh, once they realized that Iron Man was a hit and that they were going to turn this into a thing, uh, they kind of like retroactively kind of like shoehorned some connections into the greater MCU. Is that, I, I, I do, I do right? think you're right. Yes. Okay. Yes. Cause I, I think it was years later. I don't even think it was like, Oh, Iron Man came out. Hulk came out. Right. And then Iron Man Two comes out. I think it was multiple years later, when, yeah, when they decided that okay, yeah, we're gonna make this canon. Right. Well, I wonder if that kind of makes sense too. Why even the movie itself? It it feels it feels different. Like just just watching it. I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but like just when you watch even just Iron Man One to the Incredible Hulk with it coming out only a month after Iron Man did. It still. It, I don't know. It just doesn't feel the same. You know that Iron Man did, or even other MCU projects that we got during that around that same time within those couple of years. It definitely feels like its own its own standalone. So you well, kind of feel that forced connection of them trying to trying to make it work. 
Well, it feels like it's in that tone. Like, go ahead, Austin. It's a lot more gritty. Yeah. Like, how many times? I mean, apart from once we get to like Avengers, where Hulk is slamming Loki around, how many times do you see a, a guy just get paralyzed? Yeah. Like right. yeah. It, it definitely, it, it it's definitely a different tone than what they what you would see, and even the Hulk we see in the Avengers, which is the the first time we see Hulk actually in the MCU apart from this movie, it's two different tones of the Hulk. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, that, that's a good transition. What do you? Uh... I guess Max, we'll start with you. Uh, what do you, what did you think of this version of the Hulk, or like, what did you, what did you just think of the movie in general? Yeah, so I actually uh, haven't seen it for a long time, so I just you know rewatched it yesterday, and I want to say, I really liked how they portrayed the Hulk, but like, and I didn't know about how this wasn't supposed to be, maybe wasn't going to be canon until maybe a year later, or so uh, it because I was going to say is the whole movie didn't have all the characters didn't come together. Like, you know, when you watch other movies, Oh, you see, you know, four or five of these characters are throughout the entire MCU and the incredible Hulk. They had no reference. There was nobody. Why did nobody ever show up again or never even talked about uh, a, B and C. And I think that's, and I'm glad you told said that cause I didn't know that. And that's to me kind of made the movie kind of stand alone. And that's why it was a little difficult for an MCU movie together to uh, because they didn't really have anything going to each other as like Iron Man, Iron Man two Thor and it, you know, and uh, but overall I liked it. I liked how they portrayed the Hulk. Uh, I've had a few negatives. I really think this Bruce Banner, he didn't seem as smart. I I, I don't know why. and, And maybe that's just my opinion, but he didn't seem like super intelligent. Bruce Banner in the comics is intel he's so smart well even and, in the other mcu movies oh for sure portrayed yeah, as like a, a, sci- a you know, obviously a, a smart yeah yeah and yeah and i definitely me, feel like in this movie I, I feel like he relied on betty and mr blue yes for the science mm-hmm. side of it a lot more i agree and it even it even says that he was thunderbolt ross's experiment yeah y- yes and he's not the guy making the experiment right yeah right which is a completely different Bruce than we see in the MCU with yeah. Mark Ruffalo. Real quick, before we uh, – do do you guys know, Austin, or any, I mean any of you guys, uh, the whole drama that was surrounding uh, Edward Norton and why they switched to Mark yeah. Ruffalo? Yeah, so I, I did a little research into that, and it, uh, what I found out was uh, Norton wanted, wanted to have um, a bigger role in the creative decision-making of the movie and with the character itself. And so he went to Marvel and said that he had his ideas. And so they, they specifically asked him to submit drafts like um, of what he wanted in the movie, which he did. And, but what I found out is he continued to do that while filming was still going. So they'd be filming the scene and he'd still be, he'd still be submitting more drafts on what he wanted. And it just became too much. Um, so it wasn't a significant amount of his ideas that got put into the movie. Um, so much so that he didn't even get writing credits, which really ruffled his feathers. And, and so going forward, he said that his ideas were not, were not used in the movie. Uh So he actually didn't promote the movie. 
Well, Josh, you and I, Josh, you and I kind of talked about this uh, early last week too about just Edward Norton himself, even in other projects that weren't just this. That he was kind of a diva, you know, that he was yeah. that kind of guy on I've set, that. and that I've heard that multiple times throughout his career that he's just kind of difficult to work with. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's just thinks that he. I don't want to say he's above everybody else, but he he just has that that diva persona where he's just he thinks that yeah people should just listen to him for, yeah you know whatever reason That's yeah interesting well i mean doug we know i mean obviously you've said this before about how you know the hulk is what your second favorite right second favorite superhero i mean what do you think what do you think movie wise hero wise what do you think you think they did a good job okay it's a good movie i'll give it that it's a good movie for what it is but the hulk we have now in the mcu mark ruffalo's hulk is 10 times better yeah 10 times better the direction we're going with with the hulk i don't know yeah but i gotta say the fight scenes in the movie um in the incredible hulk movie phenomenal phenomenal the I two fight scenes with um emil blonsky emil blonsky as a human before he got the um gamma mm-hmm. radiation and all that come on now yeah you know what i'm talking about yeah the kick to the tree dude <laughs> paralyzed ah oh, amazing and then the end fight Hulk jumps out of the helicopter after he gets all the stuff taken out of him. Right into the ground. You see the fist come up. Come on. I know everybody got chills right there. Come on now. Well, that was that was one of my favorite scenes when it's the oh shit moment. Where yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, like, how can you not laugh? Like, yeah. the lighting was just perfect. The timing. I think it was great. But I think my only complaint about the final fight scene was it almost seemed like a video game. Because of the CGI, I don't think it yeah. aged as well as it because yeah. i remember sure. seeing it when i was 10 and that's yeah. how you know young i am i was 10 and i loved it that was my i probably watched it 50 times when i was young but now i just rewatched it the cgi is pretty outdated compared even iron man iron man did phenomenal i think that even their cgi was better than this yeah. one um and i think that it did kind of play out as a video game a little bit if you really paid close attention uh, but other than that, I think it was a phenomenal movie. And hold on, even even in that um, last fight scene, we got to see the Hulk. He uses all of his, all of his um, powers he uses in the comics. You see the Hulk clap. You see him use the cars as the boxing gloves. The Hulk stomp, dude. Hulk smash. Yeah, we don't get that in the MCU. Yeah, I will we say I think they that. I think they did a better job at the the Hulk version of Hulk. Versus like kind of what Max said earlier about, you know, the, the Bruce Banner side, not being like the, the intelligence, not being as forefront as it is, you know, as we get to see in the other MCU projects with Mark Ruffalo's Hulk, I feel like it was almost opposite. You know, we saw a little bit of the Savage Hulk with him, which we'll talk about, but I feel like the intelligent side was more emphasized rather than just, you know, the, the Savage Hulk that we kind of got in this movie. Yeah, I feel like I feel like when he's in Hulk form in this movie, he's a lot smarter than the just oh, yeah. I guess basic Hulk form for Ruffalo yeah. until we see Ruffalo's Hulk in Ragnarok. Yeah. That's when he starts yeah. using tools. Yeah. But in this one, like Doug said, he uses the cars as essentially boxing gloves. Yeah. Um he uses he uses stuff to when he's when they have the the um, the cannons. The chain. He uses the chain at the end too. To strangle yeah, the abomination. Absolutely. Yeah. So he's a lot smarter and uses his surroundings a lot better 
Yeah. And then so, when the um, I, I personally like this Hulk when he's in Hulk form. I like the the aggressive. I like the the darker. And yeah, I, I definitely hope I hope we get to that point um, with where we're going with Ruffalo's Hulk. Um, fingers crossed. Yeah. But where where they're going with Smart Hulk, I'm. I hope that's not the end of it. Well, I think yeah. they even I think they even communicated even whenever he was in Hulk form, even kind of that, which we can kind of start talking about too with some of the other characters that were involved in the movie. But even that connection that he had, you know, with with Betty, you know, during the movie, you even kind of sensed that when even when he was in Hulk form, which obviously we kind of got to see that later with the other versions of Hulk too. But initially, like you were saying, it's almost kind of like they accelerated his intelligence as Hulk in yeah. this movie even on the emotional side as well. Mm -hmm. Am I the only one that saw a connection with, so when, when Hulk and Betty are in the cave and she kind of sits, she sits there beside him, starts calming him down. Am I the only one that saw the same type of thing that he has with Natasha? Yeah. yeah where yeah. It's, 100%. it's, this is, this is his calming agent. Yeah. Now we yeah. don't see, we don't see her calm him down into Bruce form. They mention how she wait. They wake up the next day and he's in Bruce form, but I I definitely saw the correlation there for sure. Josh, you kind of look puzzled, man. Well, what are you what are you thinking? No, this you guys make really good points. I I think this is a a standard. Like to me, this movie was okay. It was yeah. It was fine. It was serv It was serviceable. I don't think it's. It's not, I was saying earlier, uh, you know, before we started recording, this movie was better than I remembered. This is probably the one, besides any of the newer Phase 4 stuff, in terms of, there might be, like, Captain Marvel and some other movies, Ant-Man and the Wasp, but in terms of, like, early MCU movies, this is the one that I've, without a doubt, have seen the least. Yeah. Um, I think this might only be my third time ever watching it. Um, so, not not as bad as I remember, but not definitely not great no to me it was a it was a phase one origin story i think again my complaint with last week uh with obadiah stain being just a mirror image of iron man the same thing holds true with this with uh the hulk and abomination it's just yeah like, uh, and they kind of get away from that as the mcu goes on but it's still again it comes up in ant-man and some other projects where the villain is, is just a Obviously. different version of the hero yeah um but I do, I do agree that the the fight scenes, Doug, are probably some of the best Hulk scenes, in terms of just the Hulk being Hulk, you know, just just doing what he does best and just destroying everything around him. Yeah, uh, Max, that was a good point too. That um, the intelligence side, I didn't really, I'd never really thought of that before. That because yeah, I mean, Bruce is obviously a, a genius. Um, we don't really see that a lot, uh, so it was it was interesting to make that connection. Is that because of the whatever he was injected with? Does that take time to? Is, is I guess let me ask you this because I'm not super familiar with with the comic line. Is he is Bruce always a, a genius, or is that something that happens to him after he becomes Hulk? Yeah, and he so goes he, back and forth. So he he's a genius, and the Hulk was because as a child he was. I think correct. He was like beaten and he had like, uh, he was abused. Is that correct? I think at the early beginning, 
And that's okay. why, and the Hulk is his alter e kind of like, that's why he's so mad is that it's his anger that built up throughout the years, but he was always a very intelligent. I think he's gotcha. comically almost as smart as Iron Man and just right below him. Yeah. Uh, but as, okay, but cause... he's smartest in gamma radiation, of course. Gotcha. Yeah. Cause I, I didn't know if it was like a, like a super soldier serum where it just makes him, you know, yeah. he, he becomes stronger and faster and. I didn't know if the gamma thing was like a he, he also like a side effect was that he became super intelligent. Well, so because it is it, go ahead. Yeah, because yeah, it has the gamma radiation with a I'm correct with the Mr. Blue when he got when that blood when abomination turned into abomination, mm. the blood went into his brain. Right. I, if I'm correct, that's supposed to be the leader. Yes. And I, I, I think that was supposed to run with that. So gamma radiation can do like it turns some people into like hulks. It turned that uh, Amelia uh, can't say his name. Blonsky Emil. into yeah. yeah into uh the abomination but you have like uh general ross is going to be the red hulk one day and like things like that but you had uh mr blue into the leader yeah so he he his brain just became so he's i think the smartest being in yeah. the entire universe mm -hmm. at one point interesting mm -hmm. okay well that's good to know yeah so it's funny that how they kind of obviously in uh I guess, yeah, even, I mean, starting in Avengers, I guess his next appearance, they kind of start leaning into that intelligence more. Um, For sure. Yeah, we don't we don't really see too much of it. But yeah, like I said, to me, it was fine. It was a serviceable, serviceable origin movie, but it, it wasn't anything, to me, it wasn't anything more than that. Right. I agree. I mean, overall, I think, I think it did what it, <clears throat> it did what it did to kind of introduce the Hulk um, into the MCU. Um but again, you can, like we said, you can feel the disconnect. You can feel that it's not, I mean, like we kind of talked about it with Terrence Howard and, you know, uh, and Don Cheadle, but what, what do you guys think about, you know, obviously with, this is the only time we got to see Edward Norton. Do you think that he would have, had they taken this Hulk, had he agreed, had they worked out a deal and he were to have stayed in the MCU, do you think that he would have maybe had the same connection that you may have with Mark Ruffalo? Or even you as an audience, do you think you would have connected with him, I, you know, in that way? I, I, I think that for me personally, I mean, granted, obviously it's, you know, a mul multiple, you know, uh, multiverse here where he stays in the MCU. But I just, I think Mark Ruffalo is so, so much more likable as just yeah. a, when he's Wait. obviously, when he's human form, I think he's just mm -hmm. kind of more personable. He's more... Uh, you know, you think about him and his interactions with Tony, you know, in, in the Avengers and Age of Ultron, and well, he's just more uh, of a nerdy guy. He, yeah, he's just, I just don't, he's I like, don't get that vibe from Edward Norton. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's not super ripped. You know, he's, he's very awkward average. too. Yeah, he's yeah. very awkward. Just a very average build, nothing muscular. He he really mm -hmm. did. That's what Bruce Banner is, and you see Bruce Banner in the MCU way more than the Hulk, and I and to be the Hulk, but I think Bruce Banner. Mark Ruffalo did phenomenal, but as oh, yeah. the Hulk, I'd rather have seen Edward Norton's Hulk, you know, in his transformation in the MCU because, you know, Hulk, they, you know, made him so underpowered through the MCU. Uh, I would love to see him actually take down a lot more and, uh, you know, really be the strongest Avenger. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Awesome. What do you think? I feel like if, if the Edward Norton Hulk is all we knew in the MCU, I think we would love it. Right. But 
having having that other other vision of the Hulk. Like we we've seen three live action Hulks. One of them we don't speak of, Eric Bana. Um <laughs> because I mean it's just it, it comes with time. Yeah. The time that it came out, it 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 is what it is. Yeah. But and I personally I and I stand by it. I like Edward Norton's Hulk better, but I like Mark Ruffalo's Bruce Banner better. And it just goes it goes to fitting the character. And just like what you guys said, Norton more muscular. Bruce Banner's not a muscular guy. The muscles don't come out until he's the Hulk. And it's when he's Bruce, that's where the brain comes. And yeah. like you said, we don't see that with Edward Norton. Yeah, he's smart, but he's not as smart as Bruce should be. All right. Hold on. Quick little fun fact. Did you guys know where the Hulk's from? No. The Dayton, Hulk? Ohio. Yes. Bruce Banner, the Hulk, is from Dayton, Ohio. In, in what? In, is that canon? Google. Really? <laughs> is it yeah. actually from a co- like, what? What comic book? Does it say which one? Uh, no. It just... Um, just says like when you look up where's the Hulk from, it says Bruce Banner slash the Hulk, Dayton, Ohio. No shit. Well, there we go, right in our backyard. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> he also lives at. He also lives at my address too. Okay, calm down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. In the Incredible Hulk movie, the uh, when we were talking about the cave scene with um Betty. Yeah. You remember when the lightning in the sky was striking and he started roaring at the sky? Yeah. That was a cameo for Thor. Interesting. Yeah, that was him roaring at Thor. Whoa, that's cool. Is that yeah. like a retcon? That had to have been right. That 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 couldn't have been in there originally. Probably not originally, but once everything like the MCU. So, so then this is going Thor. on the same time as Iron Man two, because during Iron Man two, uh, what? Uh, Olson. Yes. Olson, New Mexico. Yeah, we talked about this New Mexico. Yeah. 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 So this is going exactly the same time. Is that correct? Uh, it must be then, right? So that yeah. means all three movies were happening parallel to each other. Wait, because right. wait, but then where was the? Because the end fight scene did that happen in New York? Where did that happen at with Abomination? Um, it was uh, in Harlem. Harlem. It was in Harlem. Yeah. Because I'm just thinking about the end of Iron Man Two. That was that wasn't in New York though. No. Where no, was that? Because that where, where the where the ex, where's the expo? No, where the where's the expo at? Because that's where the fight scene was. The expo's in New York. Yeah. I don't think it's in Harlem. I think it's in... Yeah. yeah. Manhattan. Interesting. Manhattan. Yeah. It just makes you think, like, all these events were happening, like, so close to each other if it was actually yeah. at the same time. It's kind of crazy. That is really cool. But I guess that kind of brings us to that. I mean, I guess the last thing we'll talk about real quick, I mean, we kind of mentioned a little bit. Rating, I mean, thinking about the villain. Do you think Emil Blonsky did, did the job as kind of the abomination? You know, did they think? do you think he kind of passed the eye test? Or do you think it's kind of like that Obadiah Stane thing where... He's the mirror, just kind of pass him along. Yeah, I, I for for me again, real quick, I'll jump in and just say this is I, I think it was again that that mirror image. I just didn't like him as much. The reason I liked Obadiah before the third act was that he he was a smart kind of cunning businessman that locked Tony out of his own company and was like you know dealing under the table and yeah. you know then obviously it went off the rails in Act Three, but. I just I just like that story better than kind of what Emil Blonsky 
you know brought to the table or what they what they brought him you know gave him to to work with yeah um, but yeah so i mean again it was serviceable it was fine i don't think it was anything special yeah anybody else any other thoughts i think he was an amazing yeah, villain of course an amazing abomination i can't tell if you're trolling i hope you are. no, no. No, he was a good. I think he played the role very well. And for Abomination, yes, it's you know almost parallel, but it's a great action scene. I think it was a great villain. Yes, it's the same, almost the same character, just the opposite. But it was it was a good fight. I liked it. Yeah, I, I agree. Movie. I agree with and the I agree with the fight side. You can't tell me that that fight scene with Hulk versus Emil when he before all the powers. You can't tell me that was not a top tier villain, dude. He was like a super soldier. I mean, I, I see where you're going with that, but come, come on, on now. now. Top tier? Dude's slide yeah. canceling from Call of Duty, jumping off trees, going toe-to-toe with the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, and then he got kicked into a tree. Okay. Survive. Right. He got, he got <laughs> cocky. <laughs> <laughs> you can say top tier villain, and then you end up flipping into the tree upside down. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Uh, a top tier villain. Does that make Hulk a top tier hero? Of course. What are you talking oh, about? Hold on. Hold on. Do not put disrespect on the Hulk. Yeah, come on. You're going too far. Not one bit. I will say the cab scene was probably absolutely my favorite scene. Like yes, just the comedy gold. It was yeah. just Le- it was, lead it, leading into it. You, yeah, you want you want me to go down into a metal tube. Down yes. in the angriest city in the world, and it turns out what the the situation that they were in was much worse. Yes, that was that was a great scene. It was it was very well done. I mean, there I will give it. There, there was a lot of comedy in this movie, and I feel like I feel like where when it was and where it was in the movie, I feel like it did it did good. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah, they didn't overdo it like like eventually they will do in um, Love and Thunder. Yeah, but it's definitely. It, I, I think it hit. Yeah, so I like. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Christian. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna. Say, did you have another thought? I was gonna kind of wrap up to yeah, the yeah. to the next kind of part. But no, I was just gonna I was say. Just gonna, I was, oh I was, no, sorry. <laughs> You're I, good. Go ahead. I was gonna say is that yeah, since we're on the above, I just didn't know if we wanted to rank him against Obadiah. Oh, I think he's. I think he is worse than Obadiah. I think Obadiah is better. I do too. I, I think if if we're building this list, I think Obadiah for right now, two movies in Obadiah is one, Abomination is two, and I, I would agree. I would agree. Disagree. I I disagree. I think entertainment I wise, yeah. entertainment oh, no. wise, Abomination. Abomination. Are you kidding? Yes. I I'm for Abomination. But I also think too. I think just if you look at development as a villain, I don't think there was enough with a with with Emil. Like I think we got what we got, and that was it with Obadiah. If you really want to make that argument, that you kind of got to see him playing both sides, kind of that secret agent under behind, kind of behind That's the scenes. I mean. I, I really you got to see a little bit more. Yeah. See, I do. I do agree with you right there, Christian. I I feel like I feel like it was okay. Now we have this character. He was. He was a military guy. He comes in. This is our villain. And then, boom, you're just – yeah. he turns into abomination. Yeah. He starts getting cocky, and it's just like zero to 60 immediately. And, okay, now. That was like, it. There's no – there's not a lot of bad – And great. I mean, he was, he, was, he was a badass abomination. I'll give you that for sure. Like, the oh, fight scenes definitely. were sweet. 
But I think that's kind of all he really provided was yeah. that was side. Yeah. But, but my argument with Obadiah Stane is I think the first uh, part one and part two of the act was phenomenal. I loved that part of Obadiah Stane. I think he was a great villain. Like behind the scenes, he was doing the under, you know, under the table deals, like Josh said. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, he just was like, nope, I'm just evil. Yeah. No, I agree. Third, Third act sucks. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm he, he just going to over he cars. He did turn into and, like a cartoony supervillain. Yeah, yeah. For and sure. It just, it had, I just, it just went zero to a hundred. Just like he was a really good villain in that way. And then all of a sudden he's like, no, I'm not going to be this. I'm just going to just be a villain. Right. Yeah. And I okay, was like, well, so, that's so let's stupid. do this. All right. Final vote. Who thinks that abomination should be ranked number one above Obadiah Stane? I, wow. All right. That's crazy. Well, there it is guys. Uh. <laughs> Abomination number one, Obadiah Stane. I'm going to keep – I'm going to – or Christian, I'm sure you're writing this down. I'm yes. Gonna, yeah, that's fine. You can keep that. I have the rankings pulled up. We're going to change this up too for all you who have, who who listened into last week's episode when we kind of gave our ranking for the movie. Overall, it's an enjoyable watch. You know, you're going to get what you get out of the movie. You know, if you do have – if you have not obviously watched all the MCU movies in theatrical order, obviously you're going to have to get to it. It's number two, so – it's it's gonna it's gonna creep up on you eventually. You're gonna enjoy your time. I wouldn't obviously get too attached to it because obviously none of the characters have been reintroduced as of yet. So, uh, or, or other than a new That's... cast, of course. But but there's more to come, of course, in the future of the MCU. But just nothing too much yet. Um, I guess we'll go around the horn real quick and give your rating. I know. For all those who did listen to the first episode, we were kind of doing it on more of a 100-point scale. We're actually going to kind of revert that back to just kind of more of like a 10-point scale rather than giving more specific decimals. Just keep it to a flat number, a 0.5 or another flat number, just to try to keep everything in order. If we need to get more specific, maybe in Phase 4, we can since there's going to be a lot of projects that we need to get through. Um, But we'll go around the horn. We'll start with you, Austin. Where do you put it? Out of 10. Out of ten, I'd give it a six. Okay, Douglas. As much praise as, oh. as much praise as I give it, I would give it a solid six. Okay, I'm putting it right in the middle. I'm going five, right in the middle. It was okay. good, and you know what I mean. It was bad at the same time. So hold on, real, real quick. Let's let's what? So for the audience out there, what what are we desig- What what is a five versus a six? Like what what do we what would we consider a five? I would I say, say five is just right in the middle. It's good. It, I mean, it was a good. Well, movie. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I would say. I would say five. From. I mean, I would say anything below a five. I mean, if you're in a five, you're it's bad. I, in my eyes. <laughs> so dark this, world. This, Thor, dark world. We're, five. we're gonna yeah. work this out on the fly. Let me know yeah. what you guys think because this is the way I always thought about it. A five is like, it's, it's okay. It's, it's meh. You know what I mean. A six okay. is probably okay. I, I would consider seven good. Eight would be great. Nine would be like amazing, and then ten. Obviously, a ten is a ten. Um, yep. I don't know what you guys think about that, but that's kind of when I always put a number on something. That's kind of what I. Yeah, I agree. Well, I mean, back in school, if you get a five out of ten on a quiz, you failed. So you right. know, I, that's the way I think about it too. So, uh, well, well, Doug failed a lot. So yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah, so Austin. So Austin, would you keep it a six? Would that was that like the movie was okay? I, I, it's yes. I, I, I do believe okay. it's a pa- it passes, but you're not really happy with it. Yeah, sure. for sure. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll yeah, I'll go six two. Maximilian, what do you think? Put it at six point five because okay. I think overall it was it's well written. The attention to details were great. 
the co- they had some comedy gold to it. I think the first introduction of the Hulk, it was great. <laughs> Bruce Banner on the side was just eh. But overall, I think it was a good movie. I loved it. I I could rewatch it, multi, you know, another time. Uh, yeah, and that's why I'm giving it a six point five. Okay, Josh. Uh, I think with the other guys, uh, I'm, I think it was okay. I would, I'd put it right at a flat six. Okay. Um, I think it was. Yeah, it was fine. And I'm gonna agree with Doug. I'm gonna give it a five as well. I mean, I I enjoyed it. It's it's like I said, it, it's a it's a good one watch, but. For me personally, I wouldn't I wouldn't go back and keep rewatching it like I think I would some other projects. So but. where does that uh, where does that stack against Iron Man then? Yeah, so Iron Man the kind of the average score was a seven. Um, okay. Now uh, Douglas, you weren't here, so we'll go ahead and get your quick ranking for Iron Man one. Give us your give us your thirty second review on Iron Man. <laughs> And for the record, audience, uh, Iron he's an Iron Man fanboy. Yes. I'm not. Oh, yeah, coming from the poster behind you. <laughs> so. Hey, you're, you're, you have a poster too, Christian. But no, yeah, what, I do. What was your, I do. What's your 30-second review on Iron Man, the first one? Okay, started the MCU, first off. First of all, best superhero of all time. Dude, okay, hold on, hold on. Dude, we see Iron Man start from, all he cares about is himself. And then what the Iron Man we got now? Dude, no, 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 no. Just the first one. Just, limited. To yes, the first one. just, just, just reviewing movie? Iron Man one. Okay. okay. Am I rating it right now? The movie? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Rating. Yeah, and and why you're giving it the rating? Just give us a okay. quick little one sentence, two sentence. I'll go. Mm, mm, seven. Okay. I'll give it a seven. Okay. It started the MCU. Respectable. That's what I. It, what I it is Iron Man. They didn't have a lot to work with. Come on now. They. It was. They were starting something new. They're trying something new, and then look what it is now. I respect it. RDJ started this all. That's uh, that's kind of what the average was. The average was a seven. Uh, Max was the one that gave it the lowest with a six point eight, but we'll, we'll count that for right now. Um, and then this one, looking like the average is about a six, two fives, a six and a half, and two sixes. So about a six average. So definitely is the worst right now in terms of our ranking. Uncutable Hulk two. Then Iron Man is still number one. Yep. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's fair. So to uh, all the audience out there, like we've said, uh, please feel free to drop your rating at the bottom as well. Uh, to close out this episode, Josh does have some fun trivia for us. And oh, since Josh uh, since Josh found it, he's going to be kind of our Jeopardy host here. For the other four of us, we're all going to kind of compete. First one who kind of shouts out the answer that Josh is able to hear clearly uh, will get the points uh, I will kind of keep track of a list, uh, or actually, Josh, since you're the one doing it, if you want to just keep a tally of who kind of who got, who gets the question right, and uh, we'll kind of keep a little scoreboard. So when we do these trivias throughout the the episodes going forward, we'll be able to kind of see who's on top and be able to really crown the, the true trivia champion of Marvel uh, for the All review right. crew. Question number one: What was the Hulk's original skin color? Gray. That is correct. Dang. Give it to me, shut up, man, you know. <laughs> How many issues did the original... So this is MCU and a little bit of the Hulk comics, so okay. it would be kind of a mix between the two. Uh, but how many issues did the original Hulk series last? I'll give, you, I'll give you the four choices here. Okay. 474, 102, 6, or 56? 56. I'm going to go Six. 56. 6. What was the second option? I'm correct. 56. Was it six? six? 
it was canceled six. with issue number six. Wow. Bring it to me, boys. Nah, I would not have guessed wow. that. <laughs> what is the Hulk's real name? Bruce Banner. Bruce Banner. Damn it. Come on now. That's three. Three oh, boys. <laughs> what kind of rays give Hulk his power? Gamma. 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 Dang it. Austin got that. that. Austin got it. Yeah, Austin got Austin. it. Three. Who does Bruce? Who does Bruce save from the gamma bomb? The gamma bomb. Betty. I don't think this, don't think this is MCU. I don't remember this. Betty. I'll give Betty you the four Ross. choices: Sam Wilson, Bucky Barnes, Rick Jones, or Foggy Nelson. Rick Jones. Rick Jones. Bucky. Yeah. Max, you are correct. Rick Jones. Yep. Mm. Who is the original Red Hulk? The original, be, yeah. Is he the original? Oh, okay, I thought that was a trick question. All right, question seven. What triggers Banner's transformation into the Hulk? Rage. Anger. Anger. That's me. I'll take it. I still have not heard a correct answer. Oh! Anger. What? Is it rage? Elevated heart rate. Yeah, elevated heart rate. No? Uh, Excitement. His Surprise. love for Betty. His love for Betty. Yeah, um, emotion. Uh, Your arousal. Sadness. Uh, no. Can we get a hint? Five. Can we get a hint? Four, nah, no hints three, on these. Two. No. All right, no one. idea. His dad. Stress. Ah. Stress. Oh. Old stress. We're monster. just beating around the bush. After the cancellation of his first series, which comic did the Hulk make regular appearances in? Appearances in. Strange Tales, Journey into Mystery, Tales to Astonish, or Tales of Suspense? Tales of Suspense. Tales of Astonish. That is correct. <laughs> Tales of Astonish. Congratulations. Great point. <laughs> yeah. Just guess that one there. Which character is Banner in love with? Betty White. Betty, Ra- <laughs> Betty Ross. You Betty Ross. This man said Betty White. Oh, no. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Should be negative. Oh, man. Okay, Ladies and gents, this is your Hulk super fan right here. Yes. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> All right. I don't know who got that one. I think Max did. Max did. Yeah, I think. Question 10. How is the Hulk related to She-Hulk? Cousin. Cousins. Cousins. Dang it. Correct. All right. Five more. Oh, five more. Who is Banner's primary rival for Betty's affection? Ooh. Uh, th- Phil? Who is Phil, bub? <laughs> I, <forget his> name. <laughs> I don't remember what his name is. I don't know either. Talbot. Mm. Okay. Come on now. Talbot. What Boy. was Emil Blonsky before he became the abomination? Soldier? Super soldier. Spec op soldier. Spec- uh, special forces? Technically, he's KGB. Oh, that would be oh, okay. Yes. We'll just the go comic, in the comics, he's, KB, he's, he's KGB, but in the movie, he's Spec Ops. Oh, gotcha. Okay, uh, fair enough. So, Doug. Right. Okay. Which Hulk villain has an oversized cranium? The leader. The leader. That was me. No, I think that was me. No. I think that was no. Christian. That was Christian. Ha <laughs> ha! I think y'all are playing the lag. It's lit up. Who He's does the, the Hulk fall in love with in the microverse? 
Oh, you know you're here. Wasp. Jarella. Spider Man. Oh, I don't know who Jarella. Jarella who that is. Who is right, last question. What is the name of a ty- what is the name of a tyrannical alternate future version of Hulk? Oh, 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 oh uh, World War Hulk. No, no. Uh, um, um. Hold on. Nesco. Yes. Oh, is it Maestro? That's right. Maestro. That's right. Was at the top of my. I think Doug still won though. Did he get the most? I think Doug got six. How many did you get, Austin? You know. Nah, I don't. Yeah, I think I only got, I I think got two. I think it was yeah, Doug. Doug. All right, because I think I had one less right, than Dougie. him. I'll take my dub. Yeah, I put All you. Right. I put your name down here. Fifteen, fifteen questions. Well, for all you out there who were listening to, if you want to take the quiz yourself, uh, you can answer the questions as you go throughout. Maybe you get, maybe you get more than this this guy up here. You know, the Hulk super fan who could only get six out of fifteen. But you know. <laughs> Um, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for tuning into the week number two, our second episode of the review crew. We are the review crew. So thank you so much for watching. All right, guys, take care. Take care. See you guys.